Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my right is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How you diddling, King? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm in, yeah. so, I'm in some pain. I've, I'm dosed up, but I'm good. Is that a oral pain? Or? It, it is oral pain. It is oral pain. Yeah, <laughs> severe oral pain, yeah. I, uh, yeah, got a bad tooth. Oh, did them. Yeah. Some toothy peg. Oh, gonna get it out. <laughs> Hertzy, gonna get it taken out. <laughs> no more pain. Just the two of us again this week, King. It is, yeah, it's nice. No, de- oh, sorry. <laughs> no Denver Dave about at the moment. Still no Punk Raider, but uh, he's on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we've got a couple of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Obviously, week eight is Dunners. It is done us. So yeah. we're going to talk about week nine. Yeah. As we always do at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Before that, of course, it is Halloween. So we need some trick or treat. Yeah. And there's been a lot of tricking down in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. And also been. we had the trade deadline as well. So we're going to talk about some trades that have been going on and getting your uh, hot take on it, King. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. We'll go through them. Uh, so let's start without further ado. Yep. Hugh Jackson. Yes. He's gone, baby. He is gone. Hugh Jackson's gone. He is gone. After three, I'm sure Browns fans will agree, woeful years, one of the worst head coaches to ever stand on the sideline. Come off it. What? They were, their team was rubbish for years. That's ha- that's harsh, I think, actually. Do you? Yeah, I do, yeah. Okay. I do so, you, so you're going to defend that record, are you? Not, n- well, yeah, I am to some extent. I'm talking about statistically. Yeah, statistically, zero quarterbacks, though. That team just can't find a quarterback. I think they've got Baker Mayfield, haven't they? Well, now they have, and have they won a couple of games this year? And should have won more, really, because they've mm. got to overtime in all of them. Mm. So, bad coach equals losses when there should have been wins. Oh, or rookie quarterback and <laughs> naive throws in overtime equals the same thing. So, <laughs> it's up to you. Depends how you're looking at it. But yes, how you gonna, that's the side of the fence you, you're falling on, Would King. you okay, rather I'm have Jeff, Jeff Fisher way. or Hugh Jackson? Could I... Take the hanging, please. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Ooh, what a murderer's row of bad, uh, bad coaches. <laughs> so you're putting him in the same league as Jeff Fisher? No, I'm putting him in a different league to Jeff Fisher. That's oh, what I'm saying. he's better. Okay. Yes. Much better than yeah. Jeff Fisher. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Hugh Jackson been to a Super Bowl? Huh? Hugh Jackson never got his team to a Super Bowl? Yeah, but Jeff... I could have got that team to a Super Bowl. <laughs> that Titans oh, team was a joke. Oh, okay. All right. That Titans team was a joke. <laughs> Talking of jokes, let's talk about his career then. 1-15, uh, his first season. Uh-huh. Then uh, they kept him on because mm-hmm. he said, I just need you know, a bit more time. Yep. They went 0-16. Yep. I just need a quarterback. Yep. They get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. 2-5-1. And you're done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, it only got worse for Browns fans, or Would, better. I c- don't know how you're going to how how you're going to think about this, but it's not just Hugh that's gone. Yeah. It was the apparent heir apparent <laughs> that was uh, Todd Haley. Indeed. Yeah, that was a bit of a shocking one, actually. The I guy with head coach him. experience. Do you think that they would have fired Hugh Jackson if those two kicks would have been made and they would have won against the Steelers and also <laughs> against? I oh, in, game, in week one, you mean? Week one, but right. also the... Yeah, not this week. Not no. this week. No, the week one in overtime, though, they missed the kick for the draw. Mm-hmm. And also, I can't remember the team, but they missed another kick, didn't they? Yeah. Which got the second kicker fired. Um, so what... Do you think if they were... F- what's their record? 2-5-1? Two, 2-5-1. Five, two, five, and two, five, and one. So if they're 4-3? and three? Yeah. No? No. 4-4? Four and four? <laughs> They're 4-4. Four and four. 
Maybe be four and three. Well, no, because one of the draws would have gone. Eight, okay, right. Yeah, four and four. God, do you damn, think he's lost his job? Bad. Yeah, that's terrible. No, it's both pretty, how did we not We've get that? had a mare. <laughs> I'm an analyst. That's terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, if they're four and four, mm. do you think he's still got that job? I'd assume so. Yeah. So that's just, that's not bad coaching. But then they didn't, That's a horrible kicking unit. They did not mention the record in the press conference Ooh. afterwards. Jimmy Haslam... And John Dorsey were talking about the organisation. I've not seen this press conference, so I'm in, I'm intrigued. Actually. They they basically just said, yeah, they didn't want any uh, internal struggle in yeah. the organisation. Okay. Which they mentioned several times in a minute. Yeah. Well, even Hard Knocks, you noticed there was some yeah. animosity kind of. There was definitely a rivalry brewing between Haley and Jackson. Well, Haley was brought in in the off season, mm. and of course, Hugh Jackson has to give it, you know, his blessing because mm. he ain't got much say after an 0 16 season. True. They're going to bring someone else in to run the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it became quite clear that yeah, Todd Haley's not a likable guy. I don't think he's ever there to make friends. He well, certainly no, wasn't in Pittsburgh. No, and he, I, I think also coming from somewhere like Pittsburgh, where you know you can say what you want, that organization is run is one of the best run organizations in in the league. Yep. Um, you know, from top to bottom. Yep. Certainly goes so, from the owner down. Absolutely. So I think from coming from somewhere like that, where you know there are. There are verticals when it comes to hierarchy. There is, you know, clearly I think that from seeing Tomlinson, he he sounds like someone who would acknowledge criticism and and, and sort of... Yeah, Mike Tomlinson's always there. Tomlinson, sorry, not Tomlinson. Um, Yeah, would... um, The flack. Yeah, one, he'd take the flack himself, but also he's someone who I think would be happy accepting criticism or argue if he disagreed. Whereas I I think Jackson was... Kind of from the very limited view we got from Hard Knocks, didn't look like he was receptive in any way, shape, or form. And I don't think no. Haley was out of order in saying what he was saying. And I think he wanted to hold people to a higher expectation, which I think is is you know product of where he's been previously. Um, See, so yeah, it was a bit of a weird one. I I thought the thought they were always going to butt heads. It's it's strange that he's gone because despite the fact he's not particularly likable, he has been successful. He was good with Ben. Um, with the Steelers, despite their sort of relatively turbulent relationship, actually Ben played well out under him. Yeah. Um, you know he had reasonable success with the Chiefs as well. Well, yeah, I've got his uh, head coaching record mm. here, King, as I hope you'd assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 2009, he mm-hmm. said three seasons he was the uh, head coach in um, in Kansas City. Yep. So 2009, he was four and twelve. Yep. Uh, then he had his his one good season really, which was uh, 2010, a ten and six. They came top of their division. Mm-hmm. They then lost to the Ravens in the wild card game. Yeah. So straight out in the playoffs. Uh, and then 2011, he went five and eight. Yeah. And that was it. He was then off to be an OC. Yeah. Uh, for the Pittsburgh. I, I never thought he got given a fair crack there, though. Because Mac, without being funny, mm-hmm. they took Matt Castle based off performances, <laughs> what a one season performance with, yeah. with a New England team. Yeah. That at that point was loaded. Mm. You know, it's not like now where they've got a few guys you'd say are good, but the you know the rest are kind of cast offs essentially or low draft picks. That team had some, that team had some uh, star power on it. Yeah. Um. Oh well, I don't think either of us would say Matt Castle was a is a franchise quarterback. <laughs> uh, no. <would> we? <laughs> no. So I, I kind of Tennessee fans that. Yeah, absolutely. So even to get a few wins was decent. I know he had a great defense, but it's um, yeah, I never really thought that was he. He was given. You know, compared to to give, make the comparison compared mm. to Jackson, oh, in this situation, I think <laughs> Haley's been shortchanged somewhat. It, yeah, well, and that's why is because obviously you did the three seasons in mm. in KC that you then go and become an offensive coordinator again because that's your specialist subject. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I'm assuming he was expecting to take on the mantle, especially after, you know, 0 and 16. Yeah. If it was going to go 2 5 and 1, he mm. was probably expecting to just be handed the reins. Yeah, I would. I, uh, that was, was my assumption, actually. Was yeah. moved aside. Yeah. That was my assumption that it he could seems build a seems kind of Browns to get rid of both of them. You know, if there's a power struggle, usually there's one winner. Not yeah. you dump them both off and then Greg Williams mm. is the interim head coach. That Greg Williams, mm. that Bounty Gate Greg Williams, mm. that Jeff Fisher defensive coordinator Greg Williams who couldn't get a winning season with Aaron Donald. Yeah. Greg Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone watch Hard Knocks? Yeah. It does myth me. Cause I, or, I all or nothing. Yeah. I don't know why... I don't know why... Or TMZ. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, or the court. I'm done. I'm yeah, done. or Law and Order. <laughs> yeah. It's, again, again, Haley's been shortchanged in this situation. He's an offensive coordinator with a rookie quarterback who was... Don't get me wrong, I actually really love Baker Mayfield, but mm. was the GM's guy. They, they clearly was yeah, no yeah, safe yeah, yeah. from anyone else in that. The GM has also traded their number one wide receiver... I know Landry would probably have an argument with me, but they're number one yeah. out and out wide Deep out, threat. not a sl- not a slot a slot guy, mm-hmm. and they're starting running back. Yeah, and they're like, oh, the and they've lost, and he lost their all pro Hall of Fame left tackle in the off season, and they're yeah. going go and yeah, run this. They were starting go, a rookie. Go and run this effect. offense. Yeah, good but luck. Well, you talk about Carlos Hyde being mm. traded, mm-hmm. but there was a reason for that. The, well, the reports are coming out is that Haley was loath to use Nick Chubb. And actually, the, the organisation really wanted to, you know, Dorsey and people above mm. were like, you need to start using Nick Chubb. He's clearly got talent. And yeah. Haley refused to use him. They had to trade Carlos Hyde to give him no choice but to start using Chubb more. Yeah. But that shouldn't That's be... That's not good. No, but that is not a well-run team. No. <laughs> you, The GM's <laughs> the job Browns is to here. put players on the field. Mm. The coach's job is to coach the players they are given. Yes. And you, they're left to do that. And if they don't perform, fine. You can't, as a GM, decide. Well, I've, dra- well. I've drafted this guy. This guy needs to get a thousand yard season because I need that on my on my old CV. Ooh, yeah. That's outrageous. That seems like what's happened. Yeah, but it's outrageous. <laughs> Can you imagine if they, you know, last season when Le'Veon Bell's playing well, mm. Hyde wasn't playing badly. He wasn't. He's not one of the elite guys, but he wasn't playing terribly. No. Can you imagine if Le'Veon Bell's there and they've gone? Do you know what this Connor guy? He went to school down the road. <laughs> we need to start playing this guy. Bell's like, are you joking? Yeah. I'm getting a touchdown again. <laughs> what are you talking about? Outrageous. Yeah, I think I think they just need to they just need to iron it out. They were definitely butting heads, and I think mm. the uh, the other things that have come out is that. Uh, Hugh obviously was seeing the writing on the wall mm. after you know four, three, four losses. Mm. wasn't looking good. He start, obviously when you're butting heads with your offensive coordinator mm. and you think you can do better because you were a tight end coach and mm. a running back coach. Um, if you're going to go down, I think he wanted to get rid of Haley so he could start making the play calls himself. Yeah, if you're going to get fired, you might as well try it your own way. Yeah, you know. Uh, he wanted to do up t- up tempo to try and help Baker. Mm-hmm. Todd Haley said you can't do that because we haven't got good enough players to, to rotate that quickly. Mm-hmm. So you can't change the offense. No. It, it, it no. just seems mental. And I mean, it had to happen after the second Steelers game, didn't it? Because yeah. it carries on the curse that he is now the sixth head coach in a row for Cleveland that have been sacked after the second Steelers game. Yeah, yeah. Just for 
anyone's interest, <laughs> the, the five <laughs> previous ones, Romeo Crennel, big old uh, defensive coordinator guy, mm-hmm. uh, Eric Mangini, Pat Shermer, who's done better for himself since he left. Cleveland. He has, yeah. Rod Chajinski, who hasn't, and uh, Mike Pettin. I remember Mike Pettin. I don't really remember Chudzinski. No, I don't either. That must have been short. <laughs> uh, yeah. It just seems a bit messy, really, that you've you've taken out both protagonists in the room and you've left yourself with Greg Williams. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm frustrated by the organisation, not necessarily by the coaching change, because I thought they should, have got him, them, they should have got him at the end of this, got rid of him at the end of last season. Yeah. What I'm struggling with is they're now getting good personnel Denzel Ward looks like a home run. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield actually mm-hmm. has shown flashes that he can do well. Oh, yeah. Garrett has stepped up in his second <sighs> year and he look, all of a sudden looks like Cleo Mack. Yeah. It's, you know, they've got Ogba, who they got in the second round. He's looking fantastic as well. Yep. You know, they've got all these got guys peppers. now. Yeah. They've got Peppers, who, who stepped up again as a sophomore. Jabril, not Julius. Yeah. Jabril. <laughs> Jabril. Jabril. They've, um, you know, Callaway looks like a, a great deep threat. Traded threat. in Jarvis Landry. Got Landry in there as well. They're making excellent moves. Callaway looks moves. good. Yeah, they're making excellent moves. Excellent. Like Joku as well. They've mm. got ton- I could keep going. They've got tons of really good players. Nick Chubb is doing really well. Chubb's a good Given player. Given the chance now, he's doing really well. He is. He's a good player. Um, but the GM, that's the GM's job. Uh, we can, we yes. can rave about the job he's done as far as actually acquiring talent either through the draft or, or through trades or free agency mm-hmm. his job isn't to, or his or the owner's job isn't to decide which of those players gets played it should be down to the coaches and unfortunately they've. I don't think they've given people chances to do that specifically Haley. I think Jackson's had four or five seasons where you know they've traded for a guy they've got this quarterback they've got this quarterback they've got this previous number one pick whatever they've done it's not worked Yeah, I get moving on from that scenario but I just, you know, it it's just, it's classic Browns. It's chaotic. It's it's disorganised. It comes um, from the head down, doesn't it? it? It's, Jimmy Haslam yeah. is a bit of a joke as a GM, mm. as a owner. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. It, you know, I, you look at the other teams that have, have got similar things, where there's turmoil because decisions are being made from people that are too high up and not close enough to the game. Mm-hmm. You know, the Cowboys are... When was the last time they looked like winning Super Bowl? <laughs> like seriously? Well, they did. They did come top in the NFC a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, true. But when did they look like they were going to win a Super Bowl? To- <laughs> <laughs> That's well. what I'm saying. Yeah, Romo's a great quarterback, but it just seemed like I don't know. Felt like the the owners coaching that team really. Yeah, the team seems to be going in the right direction. Mm. It's just still the organization yeah. is is the main problem. Though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So okay, let's assume that Greg Williams isn't the uh, full time head coach. <laughs> Okay, uh, so where do we go from here? Have you got any thoughts about potential new head coaches there, King? Anyone you'd like to see? I've got a list here we can go through if you want. Yeah, are you think? What do you think they need? Do you think they need someone with NFL experience, or do you think they need fresh blood? Clearly, they want to build up a rapport with Baker Mayfield and, and progress him. Okay, so I'd assume it's someone offensive. Excellent. I have someone who's come into my mind immediately. Then okay, currently coaches at, in college. Okay. For Michigan, Jimmy Harbour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was he a quarterback? Yeah, he was. Yeah, was he a quarterback? Was he, he someone was. who had zero measurables and did a relatively decent <laughs> job as a starter? Was he an underdog who thrived to success? Oh, so getting chills. That, who's it sound like? <laughs> who's that sound like? A bit like Baker. Oh, yeah. Somebody who's had a chip on his shoulder from day one. Yeah, the way he was 
you know shuffled out of uh, of San Francisco. He you, was undeserving of think, that. Yeah, you would think he'd want another crack at it. Ooh. And yes. uh, there's worse places to go now than Cleveland, I think. There are. There are worse places to go than Cleveland, for sure. Also, you can't really fail. No. No, no. Get more than if two wins. If you lose, then you've not yeah, done any worse than the, anyone get else. Get more than two wins, hmm. and you're fine. <laughs> and I think Harbour is a get damn... Get four, they'll make a statue. He's a damn good coach. <laughs> yeah, he is. I mean, it's been a bit rough at Michigan. It has, but the college game's completely different. Yes. It is completely different, and, you know, it's... Yeah, it's, you know, I think that you're as good as your quarterback, really, in college. Or defence. Should we talk about some other college head coaches, then? Shaw is the other one that, obviously, everyone's going to talk about. Well, I wasn't going to talk about Shaw. Mm, he's not leaving Stanford. He's not leaving Stanford. That's why I wasn't going to mention him. Urban Meyer? I, he's big in Ohio. He's huge in Ohio. That would be <laughs> that would be great. He's bigger in Florida, ironically. But he, um, <laughs> I think, I don't think he's going to go. I think mm. he likes the college game too much. It's too easy for him because he just can get anyone he wants. Um, you know, you look at the talent and and the reputation he's building through these these draft picks that are coming through. You know, the last few years, just just even the top five picks. You look at Lattimore or top ten picks, or you look at Lattimore. You look at Ward this year, and you look yeah. at Bosa. You know, he's just churning out talent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's great for his reputation. It's there's obviously a lot more pressure in, and his wallet in the college game. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, he'd be great, but he, you know, he took time out when he left Florida because for health reasons to see his family. Um, you know, so I don't, I, I don't know if he'll want to then move into the NFL. Well, the biggest college name being talked about is Lincoln Riley, the Oklahoma head coach, because yeah. of the Baker connection. Yeah. If there's anyone's going to come in and know Baker straight away, yeah, and help him by setting up the offense to play the way he wants to play, yeah, should be Lincoln Riley, okay. Potentially, I think, but I think that sounds like a transitional thing. I, th- I, I think Baker is capable of playing in a pro style offense. Um, you know, absolutely, you're going to do what they do with Russell Wilson, where there's option plays that utilise his um, athleticism and you know, and and you know, his quick arm, his his release, his accuracy, sort of short to medium range is is second to none. So I think you're always going to incorporate those things into the playbook. But I think he has the capacity and the patience and the feet. To, to stay in the pocket and throw and you know and especially the arm as well to throw the ball deep so I I get that thought process but that seems to me like you, you're actually I think that would impede Baker's development because I think that then okay. he is where he was has always been uh, you yeah. know he's, he's he's playing the plays I think you want someone who can who's comfortable adapting but also can help him evolve I guess just someone who can maximise you know what, I mean? what he's got. Yeah, I, I understand what you mean. Yeah. There, yeah. Um, the other uh, college head coach that's been talked about is Iowa, uh, Matt Campbell. Yeah. John Dorsey rates him quite a lot. Yeah, and that's the thing with Dorsey. I think I can see it a bit, someone being a Dorsey it's guy. It's to be a Dorsey guy, isn't it? Um, yeah, I could see that happening. But uh, he seems like the most legitimate candidate because, uh, unfortunately with these big Div 1 schools, they pay pretty much as much as the NFL pays anyway, mm-hmm. with less pressure. Um, so the likes of Harbour, as much as I'd love, I actually think he'd be the best coach. But the um, you know the likes of Shaw, the likes of Meyer, the likes of Harbour are unlikely to leave their big schools for the Cleveland Browns, unfortunately. Um, but the Iowa, you know, Campbell, people like that, they they could, that is, a, that is an option yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, Let's throw a let's throw an NFL name in there then. Mm. Mike McCarthy. 
if this is his last season with the Packers, yeah, does he go to the Browns? Does he want to stay in the league and and give it a shot with a a young quarterback and some good talent around him? Um, potentially, potentially. I I don't know. So I can't see him staying in Green Bay after this season. I know that they're loyal to a fault. Yeah, yeah, I I I think he could be an option for him, but I I don't think he is a good option for him. We I don't you think know so you either. you and I have been slating their offense for saying that they had four plays for about two seasons. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it was awful. So no, I I I wouldn't if I was the Browns, he is he's not an option from my perspective. But it's a Browns thing to do. It's it, a big name to bring in. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. If they want to try to kind of Sean McVay find a, a coordinator out there that's yeah. young and up and coming, there are some names out there. Mm-hmm. Brian Flores, he's the Pats defensive coach. Mm-hmm. I know it's defensive, but a lot of people rave about his leadership qualities. Oh, thanks. And he him, killed and he killed this England. week as well. Yeah. Uh John D. Filippo, former Browns offensive coordinator, just moved to the uh from the Eagles QB coach to Vikings OC mm-hmm. after the Super Bowl, so he's in demand. Mm-hmm. You got Dan Campbell, who was the interim uh, head coach with the Dolphins. Yeah, he did all right. He did do well. He's now with the Saints uh, mm-hmm. underneath Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. And you got Dave Tube as well, uh, Chief Special Teams coach. He gets mentioned with a lot of vacancies. Yeah, um, and obviously the Dorsey connection there. Mm-hmm. So there may be one of those coordinators out there that they make a, a pump for. I'd like to see him get like a young guy. Personally, I think you know you either you or even... Jeff Fisher's available. <laughs> <laughs> He's out there. What about his son? He's been on every. He's been a like fake coach on every team Fisher's <laughs> ever been on. Yeah, go get that. He's ball. got tons of experience. Um, yeah. <laughs> he can hold a bag like no one. He catches balls off nets from field yeah. goal kicks yeah. like no one I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to see him get a young guy, or or you completely go right. Baker's our guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a Harbour used to be a QB. All his focus is going to be on. Mayfield to carry us because that defense can carry that team at, at the moment. That mm. um, you just need a good OC, uh, DC, but you just need a good one. Like <laughs> they need to get a good one. Yeah, yeah. They haven't got you, one. You know what I'm saying? Though, I, yeah? I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, Not or or go <laughs> or, or go fresh, go young. Let's go mm. vibrant. You know, let's go up tempo. Those kind of things. Clear the stank out. Damn right. Do you reckon McVay would go there if he wins Super Bowl this year? <laughs> that was one of the most ridiculous things I saw. As soon as Hugh got fired, they're like, Sean McVay's going to go. <laughs> like Vegas odds had him really low. It's like, why on earth is that going to happen? Is he from Ohio or something? I don't that's, know. That's just Vegas trying to sucker people in. If they win, if they win, if the Rams win the Super Bowl this year, I'd love for him to the jacket and go and win one with yeah. the Browns. And yeah, years. that was easy. Now I'm going to make it hard. Yeah, two years with the Browns wins another Super Bowl. He'd be, I'm going to go back to back. Yeah, he'd be up there with Belichick <laughs> as the best coach of all time. Oh, he beat Belichick. If you can take the Rams, then the Browns back-to-back Super Bowls. Oh, yeah, it's pretty decent. To be fair. <laughs> it's pretty decent. He's not doing that. He's not that good. No. Uh, okay, so that's, oh, that's probably quite enough Browns for one time, isn't it? It's, it's just a lot going on over there, isn't there? there well, yeah, I mean, for kicking a team out... That have nailed the draft in the last two years and still have find a way to lose games. Yeah. And also two-thirds of your, create, your coaching tree. Yeah, though. create just mass turmoil internally. It's just hilarious. <laughs> It's um, it's ridiculous. I just want to see him do well. Yeah, I just want to see him have a winning season. They tried their best to scupper it. Mm. They have done that. You know, it's mm. been it has been a calamity of errors. Mm. Absolutely. From starting Tyrod Taylor start the season, sticking with him. They should have. That was the right. I think that was the right decision. I think so. I do think there's not a, once you've seen Baker in practice. I do think there's a correlation between players that are set for a while 
and and players that don't. You know, there are the there are the guys recently that have done very well. You know, the likes of Wentz and people like that. He started immediately, but you look at what look at what yeah. Mahomes is doing right now. You know, he's absolutely killing the game. Goff needed those eight games. Um, Goff needed a year. I do think, yeah. Well, yeah, well, he, he did really, but yeah, he did need a year. But I think that I know Baker's got a different character to him, character to to Goff, but. I do, I do think it helps. I like to see these guys sit for at least a while. Mm. So I'm glad he got a few games. It's good if you can. Mm. I'm glad he got a few games. Plus, it made the win so much better because they were so poor at the start of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so our next topic, King, mm-hmm. is the trade deadline has come and gone. It has, yeah. Bit of activity on the last day is. Uh, are we talking it's about our fantasy league? Because you made some, oh, you made some moves. I wasn't going to talk about our fantasy. League. You made some moves. I did. Now is the time in the fantasy season where you need to not worry so much about your bench, stack your starting lineup, yeah, and just run with them, yeah. And season. you've that's got a I bench did. that's putting up ninety points a, a week. I am, yeah. <laughs> still, <laughs> despite trying to get rid of them all, <laughs> still putting up a lot of points. Yeah, yeah you're killing the game. Well, that's when you've got too much quality. You have got, you know, something's got. Something's got to yeah, give. I've gone the opposite way. I, you I, traded I, Adam Thielen. I, I I did trade Adam Thielen. <laughs> I did for Nick Chubb, who we just talked about. Yeah, and Tyreek Hill. I did. You happy with that move still? I think there's value. I think there's value. I looked statistically, and the you know the the record for the most amount of hundred yard games was eight. Yeah, he had seven to this point. He now has eight, but at some <laughs> point that at some point that was going to end. So I thought who'd actually, you trade, who'd you trade that with? Huh? Who did you get? I was with Denver Dave. Denver Dave traded yeah. away. Tyreek Hill and Nick Chubb. bottom of the league, as we now we, we call him. <laughs> I'm happy making that trade. He wasn't a threat. I'm not making it with you. I made a trade with Denver Dave as well. I'm not making it with you, Mr. Second, wherever you are in the league. Mm, yes. No chance. I did a three-man swap with Denver Dave. Yeah, he's had a met. <laughs> he's, do you know what? He's pulled off the trade of the century if Le'Veon Bell comes back. Yeah. So I traded if him. If Le'Veon Bell comes back tomorrow and rushes for 100 yards every game, yeah, which he's, he's, had a, he's had a touch. He's not going. <laughs> but if he hasn't, I think you've had his pants down. So for the ladies and gentlemen listening, I traded away Carson Wentz, Le'Veon Bell, and Zach Ertz. But I got Pat Mahomes, Evan Engram, and Rashad Penny. Now, I didn't even want Rashad Penny. No. But I thought, well, sod it. You know, he'll and sit it, on my bench. And the hilarious thing is Evan Engram scored. Evan Engram. Evan, Evan Ingram scored zero points for Dave and he scored a touchdown this week <laughs> <laughs> well he was on my bench I've got Trey Burton so I was going to ride him he's done his bye week so yeah. I was happy I was although I didn't want to get rid of Zach Ertz I thought it was necessary to get Pat Mahomes back I wanted an upgrade at QB Carson Wentz is, is great in mm. real life fantasy he's not quite as good as Pat Mahomes in terms of scoring so no you got, and I'm, you got I'm behind on my record so I need to score more points 140 140 points this week didn't you I can't rely on scoring 136 points and winning a, <laughs> winning a game by the sounds of it no that's happened uh, so I need to score at least 140 points every week so that's what I'm doing yeah. I just, I just I'm just, just going to keep winning I think that's my, my approach to this, this year I also got um, Kareem Hunt in a switch for James White and Kerryon Johnson good trade for both, for both sides I think yeah Cause I, the, I didn't need the coverage because I've already got James Conner and Joe Mixon yeah, well, I needed a running back, so that's why I traded Thielen because uh, I did have Hyde, and he's doing nothing now. <laughs> he's so. now in Jacksonville. So uh, yeah, I went for a, another Browns running back. Stick with it. 
Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> this yeah. is getting confusing. Now. Huge trades. Let's talk let's about talk real about, trades. Yeah. Come on, let's talk about the let's real talk about life. real trades. The real life trades. Uh-huh. And let's start with Golden Tate. Yeah. Golden Tate is now a Philadelphia Eagle after being traded for a third round pick in next year's draft. Yep. That's a good bit of business by the Eagles, as far as I can see. A third rounder for one of the most... Do we know how long his contract safe was? Safe pair of hands in I the sh- league. I need to, at some point, I need to do some research. I don't know about the contracts. If he's within a year, <laughs> if he's within a year, I think it's a good trade for both oh, teams. Oh, but when it was coming up, I think he was getting close. Yeah, I think it's a good trade for both teams. If, it, if yeah. it's within a year, um, I like it. I, I've said this to you before. We actually had this chat when we went to the London game this weekend. Yep. More teams should do this. They do it in the NFL, uh, NBA, sorry, all the yeah, time. Yeah. Teams coming up to free agent, like pl- players coming up to free agency, you might lose the player. Maybe you don't have the caps, cap space to pay them what they think they want and actually someone else will. Yeah. So what do you do? You trade them. You get rid of them. You get value. Mm-hmm. You get you get something back for them. Absolutely a third round pick for Golden Tate's a steal. That is, yeah. But if he's within a year of his contract, you're going to lose him for free anyway. A third rounder for the Lions is if a steal. Not, if you're not going to pay him, yeah, it's a steal. So I think that actually it's, um, I think it's a win for both teams. Mm. I, I, I do. I think it's it's great for the Eagles because they've added depth. Um, you know, Aguilar, as much as he's been good maybe the last 18 months, he's he's still inconsistent sometimes. But they've got Jeffrey's, Jeffrey get, well. Jeffrey's getting double teamed left, right, and centre, or he's you know he's put with the top guys. We watched him this week. Ramsey just followed him. Yeah. Um, but Zach Ertz is the best receiving tight end in the league. Yeah, and Zach Ertz is great. But now you've got another weapon, and frankly, they're now having to go the aerial route rather than last year. They made additions at running back because that's where they wanted they wanted to address. They wanted to be in Have your face. They wanted yeah. to run. Um, you know, and this year because they've got injuries there and they've lost Blunt, they um. You know they they they're now going aerial, so I, I understand they what they did last year. Except they that it just shows that there's a changing of the guard as far as their offense goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like the move from both teams, and I like the fact the Lions have got something back for a player that likely was going to leave them. They've still got some good wide receivers in Detroit, so they could mm. pro- maybe afford to lose yeah. uh, Golden Tate. Obviously, is the most kind of consistent out of the three, but Golladay and Marvin Jones are, are still good talents to to throw to. So, yeah, there's that one. Yep. Let's move on then. Next one is the uh, Texans. They've traded for Demarius Thomas by giving up a fourth round pick next year and switching seventh round selections. Yeah. Uh, this covers the injury to Will Fuller, who did his ACL last weekend. This again is a really good trade, as far as I can see, at least especially for the Texans. Yeah. They needed to cover off the the loss because after DeAndre, uh, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. There's they... not much in terms of as Kiki Kute. Yeah, there's not a lot. Ex Oklahoma receiver, but um. Yeah, there's not a lot there. They um they did need to make a move. Again, I think it's good value for the. We talked about this with um Dave a few weeks ago. I mean Texas Tech, sorry. Got the wrong one. Tr- tr- that's right. We talked about this with Dave a few weeks ago. Trading Demaris Thomas, he's a 30 year old yeah. receiver who's not getting open as much as he was previously. And that's not because he's being double covered. Because that's Sanders at the moment. <laughs> yeah. It's it's you know he's lost some of the burst. He's still a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he's not that. You know, he's one of the top top guys for a couple of seasons. Yeah, with Peyton um, Manning throwing at him. Yeah, absolutely. But he's um, you know, he's not that anymore. So I think actually if you get a fourth round pick for a 30-year-old receiver. Um, who moans a lot as well. Who moans. He's got to get him thrown the ball. Yeah, who moans. Who, yeah, absolutely. I could do without that. You know what I mean? I'd... Yeah, so I think both teams win. Because I think that the Texans get depth, which I think is excellent. Because he's wanted. never going to be number one next to Hopkins. No. I think it's probably only two people that would. Yeah. Um, You know, so he's never going to be number one. So that's fine. He is going to get targets because, He's again, Hopkins covered, is going yeah. to be double-covered. So, um, 
Yeah, I think it's a good move for both teams. Both of those, I think, are good moves for both the teams. Fourth round's not bad, is it? I guess the Broncos. Like I said, he was coming up on the contract anyway. Mm. They've got better receivers. Cortland Sutton now can move up mm-hmm. um, in the depth chart. Mm-hmm. He looks really good. So I don't see this being a massive drop off for Denver. No, no, it will from an experience standpoint, of course. You know, and and he is reliable on third down. But I think that, um, yeah, you get fourth round. That's fine. I think that's fine. Of course, uh, we've just talked about four winners basically here mm-hmm. on two trades. You know who lo- who lost out on this? Who's this? The Cowboys. Interesting. <laughs> the Amari Cooper for first rounder. Yeah. When you got Golden Tate and Demarius Thomas going third and fourth round. Yeah. It's Seems just a the, bit rich. It's just the age thing and the fact they're they're on bigger contracts. So yeah, but they're also more consistent. True, but you're banking that a 24 year old wide receiver is going to improve rather than a 30 year old who's on a decline. Yeah. So, I think that's they're banking on potential rather than reality at the moment. It but you're a, right; it is rich for. It's very rich. I think I would at the moment, if I'm the Cowboys, I'd rather have Golden Tate. Oh yeah, <coughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's go <laughs> on to the next one. Let's talk about some defensive players. Then mm-hmm. Packers have traded Ha Ha Clinton Dix to the Redskins for a 2019 fourth round pick. That's low mm-hmm. uh, he hasn't missed a game since his first round selection in 2014 out of Alabama he's had three interceptions this season he has he's looked good this year been pretty good in pass rush as he's well been pretty good all season actually uh, all his seasons he's been um, he's top he's not you know he's not one of the top five or five ten guys I don't think but he's no. certainly top half as far as safeties go as, as far as safeties go and you want someone who's always going to be there and like I said he's just yeah. he's always been there yeah every yeah snap. And that's what, that was only always... um, Blake Martinez has, has made every snap as yeah. well this season for he's, the Packers. By the way, he's been a great. He has. He's been unbelievable. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, it was always a question mark about Alabama safeties and well, just to f- players, frankly, <laughs> that they had no tread when they came into the league. But yeah, see, he's, he's proved that wrong. Um, I believe if my maths is right, is he coming off? Is he? Co- he's right at the end of his rookie deal, isn't he? Yeah. 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 So it just means they're not going to pay him, or he's told the club that he's not going to re-sign. So I think I that think again, his option, but yeah, it was yeah. Well, that's fine. He's go, still going, though, isn't he? So I think mm-hmm. that from that perspective, again, love it when you get value for a player who's going to leave you anyway. Do you think fourth round was the right level for him? No, but if he's going within a year, the value's always going to drop. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I think actually, if he was two years into a four-year deal, probably be a second rounder. Yeah. I don't think you get a first rounder for him. No. But I think maybe a second, maybe a height, like depending if the team's rubbish, maybe a third. But it's like, which you can kind of call a second. I mean, he was, I think he might have been the first safety off the board in 2014. Yeah, he, he was, was. It was mid round. Mid, uh, he's yeah. mid first round, yeah. 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 He was um, relatively high pick. But again, he's, you know, he's coming towards the end of his deal. You might lose him. You retain a fourth round pick. You mm-hmm. can acquire some talent with that. Uh, or use that as capital to go up and get someone who's, you know, better. Um, you know, and uh, was it Washington? He said, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Redskins. Redskins get a, a player who's got three interceptions, and as you said, he's he's also doing the business up front as well. So they've got pretty good defense already. They have, they have. So um, I think it's a great, again all, all three of these. I'm not mad at any of these trades so far. Hmm. I think great value from both teams. Well, the Packers weren't done there. They've also traded Ty Montgomery to the Ravens for a 2027th round pick. Mm-hmm. 2027th round pick that's giving him away isn't it yeah pretty much he's not <laughs> um, he's not he's not getting many snaps is he so it's not a big loss from the 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 Packers standpoint and uh, 
Yeah, that picks a nothing pick, is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's almost an insult. They're going to forget about that. I mean, that comes just two days after his kickoff fumble uh, killed the game against the Rams. Yeah. Uh, reports are that Montgomery was instructed to take a knee on that play in the end zone, so Rodgers would have his two minutes to uh, drive mm-hmm. down and potentially win the game. Obviously, yep. you don't know. You don't know. Uh, against that defense. He's pretty good. He's know. pretty good in a two-minute drill. Though, he is he? pretty good, but that's also an all-pro defense. For sure, but I think as far as the Packers are concerned, and certainly Rodgers with his ego, yeah. he'd have thought he'd have won that it's one. not beyond the realm of possibility. If you, if you ask him now, to, 100% to he'd have won that game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. I definitely um, had it. He, well, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a stupid play, isn't it? It is. I mean, that's the kind of play that gets you traded for an, a hypothetical seventh rounder in ten in years. years. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm exact. That's exactly yeah, that, how I would be if I was a GM, though. Yeah, I'd be ridiculous. The Packers send their regards to yeah. Ty Montgomery. Yeah, yes. <laughs> traded him for a washing machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there were oh, conflicting so reports brutal. about whether he was mad before that play about not getting a, a call on a on a snap or something like that you know he pre- apparently thrown his helmet off and gone mental about not being called on a play before alright and it was kind of a do you know what I love yeah, when, I don't know when I don't it, know if that's true or when, not. when I, I, I think he was a free agent like a he was when undrafted. Do you, I absolutely love it when an undrafted wide receiver who a team kindly converts to a running back to give him snaps. Yeah. Then kicks off because he's not getting any, <laughs> like he's not getting enough of them. Yeah. What? Look, get rid of him. I'm glad they traded him. Again, if it's true, I don't love this trade from both sides, but I really love it from the Packers side. <laughs> I really love it from the Packers side. They don't need him anymore as a running back. And I know you don't. Like, I know you don't really like. The, yeah, he is good. And I know you don't like the Ravens. I don't think this is going to make much difference to the Ravens. I, no, I'm not. Bothered. So I wouldn't. <laughs> so, that's fine. Whatever. Good trade I'm from the mad Packers. they've they've not got their twenty twenty seventh round pick. You know, yeah, so. I just think they they've they've let people get away with stuff. I like the kicking thing because I actually think Mason Crosby has deserved some slack when he's missed kicks, and it's not the first time he's done it. And he's no. he's gone past and last last year I think he had his best statistically his best year ever. Yeah. Um. You know. So I like the fact they've stuck with certain guys. But if you're oh if you're if you're <laughs> if you're an undrafted wide receiver who they they kindly offer snaps to at running back. Yeah, get over yourself. Yeah, we got one more on the trade deadline day, uh-huh. uh, and that was a big one. Dante Fowler Jr. is now a Ram after LA gave up a 2019 third round and a 2020 fifth round pick for the former first rounder. He's he wasn't just a first rounder, third overall. <laughs> yeah, the 24 year olds played in 39 games over two and a half seasons for Jacksonville, mm-hmm. 61 combined tackles and 14 sacks. Yeah, and yeah. do you know why he's not got more? Well, he was injured the entire first season. He was injured the entire first season, and they also then signed Calais Campbell, so his snaps have been limited. (laughs) So those stats, the 14 sacks he's got, is when he's playing maybe 40% of the defensive snaps. Yeah. So he has been injured. He has had to share, Mm -hmm. but he's also been in trouble with the law a few times. He was arrested in July. He was arrested in July. He also was caught on camera his baby mama and girlfriend were fighting in his lobby and yeah. he acted as the referee yeah which yeah. is jokes by the way but that is so florida there's <laughs> nothing it's more also florida gangster. than that the yeah. girls legitimately he went right go on then both of you go for it yeah i'll that's take just, the winner that's what goes down in duval that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> um but a third round and a fifth round i love the value from the from the for the jags he's oh, a player yeah. who's not starting 
He's not starting. We watched the game this week. He was warming up with the second stringers. Yeah, he came yeah. on in sub packages, things like that. So he is to get a third and a fifth rounder for a non-starter is yeah. excellent value. Um, and as far as the Rams go, that that's depth to a, an offensive line which is already dynamic. A defensive line. A defensive line, sorry, that's already dynamic, already creating havoc up front, especially mm-hmm. from the interior. You've now added an outside rusher um, to replace what you lost in, in Quinn over the summer. So um, I'm not mad at that at all. They are in win-now mode, and a third and a fifth Absolutely. round pick, you know, you might hit on one of those picks. Fowler's worth a third rounder, for sure. He's probably yeah. now still worth a first or second. Like if he was to go in the draft, kind of thing. He's got he's that talented. They just he needs to perform. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. he um I like it from both sides again. I like that. I like it from both sides. Oh, you've been very happy with these trade deadline picks. He's a he's he's a Fowler. If he shows the promise I saw when he was coming out of Florida, he's going to be unbelievable. And that was a horrific injury he suffered his rookie season. Yeah, and it does take people a few years. He is twenty four years old. Yes. Yeah. He's not Amari Cooper it, it who's dropping balls. Oh, yeah. He's not dropping balls. Fowler had her, a horrific injury mm. that will take time to come back from. And then has not played as many snaps as oh, uh, Amari Cooper, who yeah. is 24 as well. To make, that's why I'm making the comparison. Yeah. He's not made. The, he's not had the opportunity because of the likes, you know, the emergence of Calais Campbell and, uh, as, a, as a jack. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's a good trade for both teams. You're happy. You're happy enough with that. Obviously, the Jags have done pretty well to get a third. Jags, the Jags got good value, and and the Rams have got a player who can who can start or play sub packages for them. So, the Jags weren't done. I've got one more thing to uh-huh. talk about here, King, and that was that Landry Jones has been signed by the Jags. Okay. Yep. The 2013 fourth round pick spent five years in Pittsburgh. Yeah. As the backup, former Oklahoma QB is 29 years old now. He joins Cody Kessler as the backup options in Duval County. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that Blake's on the short leash. We yeah. know he got benched two weeks ago. Yeah. For Kessler. Obviously, Kessler's not the answer. Yeah. Neither is Landry Jones. I've got, I've got to tell to you, fair, Jones fans. To be fair, Landry Jones might have been the worst backup in the league when he was at the Steelers. He was bad. Could not drive the ball for love <laughs> nor money. He was shocking. I'm eye-rolling right now because... The thought of that guy. I'm so glad that we saw the light and got rid of him and moved Josh Dobbs up to second mm. and Mason Rudolph, fine, give him a go. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not long so much as far as I'm concerned. But that still seems like a waste of time Yeah, for the Jags. I mean, you know, they've got some massive problems coming in the next season. Yeah. Do you know what the team should learn from the, from the Browns? What's that? Stop trying to plug people in. <laughs> Stop. Don't try yeah. everything. Solve it. Just solve it. Do what other teams have done. Trade super high up. Go and get a quarterback. Carson Wentz is working for the Eagles right now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Go and get one. Don't try and fill it with a player he's played six, whatever it is, six seasons or something, and he's been absolutely woeful. Yeah. Yeah. The other problem we're talking about for next year's draft uh-huh. is that a lot of these teams like the Jags and the Giants and a few others are all going to be fighting over one quarterback. Mm. There, there's only one quarterback to go around in next year's draft as far as most scouts are concerned. That's Justin Herbert out of Oregon. People always emerge. 
there's always someone who emerges. Well, you can you can at the end convince of that. yourself they're good. But. Well, look at Trubisky's not playing terribly, and he he played eight games. Not playing great either. He's not playing terribly though. Could be playing better, but not terribly though. Yeah, but he could be playing better. Yeah, but you could have Pat Mahomes or something like that. You, you could know. have Blake Bortles. You could have <laughs> <laughs> we could do this all day. I know, but Trubisky's <laughs> a second year player with with not very many wide receivers to throw at. Oh, it's all the receivers' fault. No. They gave him loads of receivers this year. Yeah, who? Name a number one, though. <laughs> oh, can't but, name a number one. Yeah, because you know who isn't playing great, but has great receivers? No? No? No. Who? Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, give off. Two or three years. Mate, I'm not being funny. You know this as well. Any excuse to have a go at my bed. I'm not having a go. I'm, it's a good example. If it could have been, if he played for the New Orleans Saints, it wouldn't have mattered. I'm just saying, <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger has not played good football compared to where his lofty standards were. I'll add that in because I know yeah, you love him. Yeah. Oh, to, just, just me. Yeah. You don't rate him? I do rate him. Well, I don't rate him now. I rated him, oh. I rated him for about 10 years. Um, he, you know, Ben's not playing well, but he has talent around him unfortunately Trubisky has good second and third options and that's it right okay but Trubisky's not been terrible so could there was always someone who is he could be better so could every player could be better um, um, but yeah he um, you know someone's always someone will always emerge Bortles emerged from out of nowhere yeah so yeah they took, they took a punt then didn't they yeah five years later yeah, indeed. They've got to make a decision. Indeed. Indeed. That was... Well, we didn't really talk about week eight. <laughs> Do you like... What were your thoughts on the, on the trades trades, trades quick then? Well, I I think that, you know, they've obviously done well with the wide receivers. They were... Demaris Thomas was expected to go, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Uh, what are your thoughts on Peterson not going? I a bit, bit surprised at that. Peterson not going? I'm surprised that I no one put in a real good bid for him. excited. Did you see that Melvin Ingram... Quoted, tweeted out something about Patrick Peterson, right? As if he was coming to the Chargers. <laughs> no. Did I ever get excited for a little while? Can you imagine him, could Casey Hayward, for a little bit? F- for once, if Verrett could stay healthy, him, Casey Hayward, and Verrett. Oh, with Bosa and Ingram up top. Gone all red. No, mate, I'm <laughs> flustered. Yeah, unbelievable. No, no, they're all good picks. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I'm just surprised that it just makes the Amari Cooper trade a little bit more ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry, Cowboys fans. What do you think is. about the Fowler one? You seemed reserved. Third and a fifth seems a lot for a guy who has been used sparingly. He, yeah, but he, again, I think this this is where if they're, less, is. if they're less than 25 and they're taking the top five pick, unfortunately you're going to have to... Would you rather trade a Stump first rounder up. or a three and a five? Oh, yeah, you're right. A three and a five, and also it's not in the same year as well. So the fifth is in two years' time. Yeah. So that's not so bad. Yeah. Do you not? Yeah. I'm not mad with any of those those trades. I think they've all filled needs. Mm. So yeah, not a problem. There we go. Except Landry Jones. So uh, <laughs> he's filled no. He has filled no need. No need. No need. No need. Picks time, King. Mm-hmm. Picks time. Yep. Right, so week eight, we yep. haven't talked about the games. Uh-huh. But week nine, we're already have to go on to because we're getting close to the hour anyway. Okay. Um, so, last week, you were up against Simon. Yeah. The Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you think you did, King? 
I think I did all right. I think you did do all right. Out of 14 games, mm-hmm. you didn't do 11 and 3. You did 12 and 2. Mate, what did he get? He got 12 and 2 also. Oh, no! <laughs> How is this happening? I thought I'd get like two games back. No, no, you are still. I knew I got to double figures because when I saw the scores, I was like, "Yeah, do you know what? I think I've done yeah, right." Smashed a lot of it. Yeah. Unfortunately, you picked the Lions to beat the Seahawks. They did not. No, they got hammered. Yeah. Yeah, and you picked the Vikings to not revenge against the Saints. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen as well. Saints had their way. Uh, Simon fell down with picking the Jags over the Eagles. We saw that game live. Yeah. That didn't happen. No. And he also picked the Bucks to beat the Bengals. Yeah. Obviously didn't expect Jameis Winston to throw a million interceptions. No. Um, and get benched for Ron Fitzpatrick again. Yeah. Saying that, still 12-2 and two is a great result. First time picking for Simon. So yep. thank you very much. Hope he does it again. Well, 12-2 uh, and two is a joke. 12-2 and two is a joke. <laughs> Uh, there's actually one less game this week, King, for week nine. Mm-hmm. So, should be even easier for you to get 13-0. Okay. <laughs> this week we've got a new challenger, as always. Yeah. This time it's Will. Mm-hmm. And Good luck, Will. I think he's a Jags fan. Okay. Not completely sure. Okay. I should have checked. Probably. But, uh, we'll say he's a Jags fan for the sake of this. Yeah, why not? You're now a mm-hmm. Jags fan, Will, if you weren't before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he is. So... Uh, Thursday night if I can say it properly yep. I'm going to try to say everything properly from now on yep. I apologise it's the Oakland Raiders yep. at the San Francisco 49ers the race to the bottom Thursday night football king I think the Raiders will win it <gasps> pourquoi actually they got better quarterback <laughs> what the CJ method yeah how dare you <laughs> you see that they last snap the you the see cards. that last snap yeah, well, that was, he didn't snap the ball, did he? Uh, he also didn't catch the ball. Did you see how high it yeah, went? No, Come winding, on, winding, winding, you can't blame Beffitt for that. No, I can't. All right, you're going Raiders. Yep. Well, Will's gone for the 49ers. Okay. Can't say I blame him either. Battle of the Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got Sunday. Mm-hmm. It is the Chicago Bears at the Buffalo Bills. Your Buffalo Bills king with Nathan Peterman starting, I'm guessing, this week. Yeah, Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I ran into uh, Patriot Mark yesterday Mm -hmm. before I'd had a chance to watch the highlights of the Bills uh, Patriots game because it's Monday night obviously yeah Uh, didn't want to watch that at the best of times watched it since yeah he didn't mention that Brady didn't get a passing touchdown in that game did he he was all smiles that they got the win against the Bills but he didn't mention it was a defensive touchdown and you know a running a rushing touchdown defense killed it that game yeah crushed him Bad Brady. Three points. Bad Brady. Okay, you're going for the Bears. That's fine. Yep. So has Will. Uh, next up, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they're starting Ryan Fitzpatrick this week. They are, yeah. They're at the Carolina Panthers NFC South division rivalry. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough one to pick because you don't, you honestly don't know what Fitzpatrick you're getting. Mm. They're so He's really hard to choose against because you think, do you know what? He's going to do it this week. <laughs> but I'm not going to. I'm going to pick the Panthers. That's probably the safest bet for I you to do that. there, King. Mm-hmm. Uh, so has Will. Then we've got, well, this shouldn't take long. Mm-hmm. It is the Kansas City Chiefs yep. at the Cleveland Browns. Chiefs. It's the repeat of the Pat Mahomes versus Baker Mayfield 2016 Oklahoma versus Texas Tech. Yeah. Ended 59-66 to Baker Mayfield that day. Yeah. You're betting Patrick Mahomes I'm this time. I'm betting Pat Mahomes this time. Okay. Guess what Will's done. 
What? Also than the Chiefs. Oh. Uh, I thought we'd gone for the Browns. I was no, going to say salute to that no, guy because no, I no. keep picking them. <laughs> then we've got the Jets mm-hmm. off the bye. They're at the Dolphins. AFC East rivalry. Rival, 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 Dol- rival, rival. Dolphins. Dolphins. <laughs> Killed that move, didn't you? Yeah, Dolphins, I think. Dolphins, yeah, okay. Yeah. So Dolphins as well. Uh, and AFC North rivalry. Mm-hmm. It's the Steelers at the Ravens. Steelers at the Ravens. Ravens won the first matchup. They did. They, they don't sweep us, though. They don't. Well, if they don't sweep you, then I'm going to go with the Steelers, aren't I? <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't. I mean, so. history is no uh, indication of future performance, but I'm just saying that typically... But they don't do it, though, do they? They, they don't, no. No, so, so that's fine, then. Steelers. Okay, right. Will's also gone for Steelers. I'm happy about that. Uh, then we've got the... Oh, and NFC North. It's all rivalries this week. Uh, the Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh. Vikings. No Tate. No chance. Yeah. <laughs> Vikings, I think. Okay. Uh, then we've got the Atlanta Falcons also off the bye. Mm-hmm. They're against the Washington Redskins. Oh, that's a tough game, actually. It is, yeah. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix, his first game. for Redskins look good this year. They do. I just hate bye weeks. You do. You know what happens after a bye week. Yeah. And the Falcons have been losing a lot of games. They have. They are still a super talented team, though. And Matt Ryan's there as well. Yeah, and he's been... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Falcons. You caught it. to annoy you. You caught it. Falcons. You're going Falcons? Yeah. All right. We'll win Redskins. Okay. I like that we finally got some uh, diversions mm-hmm. here. Uh, then we've got the Houston Texans at the Denver Broncos. Demarius Thomas... Probably didn't have to move house. Texans. Texans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will's gone Broncos, so I'm loving this now. Finally getting some di- some differences here. What's Texans, that face for? I think Texans. Well, you've said Texans. Yeah, so but that's I think fine, they're but... going to walk it. <laughs> that wasn't a hard one. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Uh, then it's still your charges at the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> you didn't rush their defence. Ah. Uh? Charges. <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> I always pick the Chargers. You're picking the Chargers over the uh-huh. Seahawks? Oh, there you go. Still uh, got some love for them left then. Uh-huh. All right. Will's also gone for the Chargers. Then, oh, mate, this is going to be a good one. It's the LA Rams at the New Orleans Saints. LA Rams at the New Orleans Saints? Yeah. In that face. Oh, <laughs> what a game. Do you need a, do you need a cushion? No, Rams. <laughs> Rams still they're unbeaten they're the only oh, unbeaten, they're unbeaten but you know they almost lost they did almost lose a couple of times mm. they've, been, they've not been well beaters well, except they've except beaten every everyone week, every week they have won you know, you're correct you know they haven't they, been blowing out many do you know who team. they remind me of go on me and fantasy oh, only, only unbeaten team so uh, you're still going Rams now look not well beaters but we win what's <laughs> we beat what's in front of us mate that's, that's how yeah, we've got similar. <laughs> Come on, what a load of rubbish! What a load of rubbish! What's the next one? Uh, yeah, Will's also gone Rams. Mm-hmm. So two games left. Mm-hmm. First is the late game. This should be good as well. It's mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers. Yep. At the New. Uh, I'll start again. Mm-hmm. It's the Green Bay Packers. Yep. At the New England Patriots. Patriots. Oh come on! No. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Why? Because they win. 
that defense, not win that defense is playing well now all of a sudden and Brady's doesn't turn the ball over and what some of his loopy throws huh they were bad I don't know if you saw the game I saw the some of the game I didn't see all of it Ooh. actually yeah but that's against a team who has legit threats back end that's true three defensive backs don't, uh, don't make me do this for the, pra- <laughs> for the Packers Demarius Randall haha Clinton did. no <laughs> oh you mean oh, I thought you meant ever yeah yeah yeah. can't even do Sam Shields anymore no um, I don't know so there you go pass there you go alright the Monday night game it's the Tennessee Titans uh-huh. fresh off the bye uh-huh. uh, they're at the Dallas Cowboys put that one in your pipe and smoke it Cowboys. Who was the other one? Sorry, Titans. Your dog, your dog made a noise. Sorry. <laughs> the Titans. They're that vanilla. You can't think. Of. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, that's Ooh. a horrid game. Of course, it's a horrid game. Titans. Titans. Yeah, bye week. That's, that's a toss up, and it's a bye week, so I'm going with them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Will's gone for the Cowboys. Yeah. So fair enough. Excellent. Mm-hmm. We don't know until the end of the uh, the week fully mm-hmm. who's won that one. On a bye this week are the Bengals, the Cardinals, the Colts, the Eagles, Giants, and Jaguars. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling threatened, you know. Yeah? No. <laughs> right, this could be a shocker. Yeah, that is. <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah. We've done it, King. We've done the entire show without anyone helping us. Yeah. Especially with my dog snoring in the background. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he's put me off. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cute, though. He's crazy cute. That's what's putting me off. <laughs> he's loud, though. Yeah, you. You've woken him up then. Yeah, we're talking about you. Okay, well, uh, so, if you aren't doing it already, make sure you're subscribing to the podcast, guys. Yeah. Uh, we do need you to subscribe. It is the law. You must do it. You must also rate and uh, give us reviews yeah. online. Um, and tweet at us as well, at Jim and the King. Uh-huh. Go to jimandtheking.com because, you know, you could do work at work or you could go on our website and check out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Got all the videos up there as well that we mm-hmm. post on the YouTube. So mm-hmm. you can check them out on YouTube as well if you search Jim and uh, the King's Picks. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can do it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Just search for good-looking English guys talking about American football. Yeah, and we're, and the, one, we're the one below them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too right. Um, but that's it. So until next week, I've been Jim. That's been The King, and thank you so much for listening.